Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is August 1996. It is. <laughs> it's, uh,. August 2nd. August 2nd, 1996. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. For sure. Yesterday cool. was August. It was the 1st of August. It's already August. How is the summer almost over already? I'm sad. Do you know why we have 12 months? I do, actually, because you've told me before. This is such a dorky thing to tell everybody. But if you think about it, everyone... Uh, there's like January's named after Janus, which is a a Roman goddess. But um, most of the the months were named after um numbers. So like the ones we still have that that you would recognize is September for you know seven, October for eight, November for nine, and December like decimal for ten. But those, Can you believe this man doesn't want to be a teacher? But those aren't the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th months. They're the ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th months. Because uh, way back in Roman times, Julius Caesar said, hey, I should have, an, I should have a month named after me. <laughs> so he invented July. So he was a narcissist. Oh, yeah. Should have named a month Narcissus. Or something. Well, uh, actually, uh, Narcissus was a Greek uh, myth. Narcissus was a boy so in love with his own reflection uh, in a pool of water that he drowned. He went to kiss him, his reflection, and he drowned. What a freak. And that's where we get the word narcissism. And that's where we get the Narcissus, the, uh, the flower. Because supposedly he turned into a flower or whatever, I don't know. Do you just sit at home at night, at least before you met me, reading the encyclopedia or what? Sometimes, yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah, now I spend my time doing other things. (laughs) Oh, speaking of other things, Mom finally got cable. Oh, wow, good for you. I'm so happy. And you're not going to be over at my house much anymore, I guess, now. Yeah, no more reason to date. Right? Oh, no. Shocks. Remember when I said, are we going to get married? And you were like, oh, it's too early. Is it still too early to talk about that now? I don't know. It's been uh, like almost three years, right? Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I'm saying we've been dating for a long time. We have been. I don't know why you're choosing to talk about that right now. Because you interrupted me uh, when I was going to talk about how August was named oh, after Augustus Caesar. God. Just trying to spare the listeners. <laughs> the Octavian. These few people who have managed to get a hold of our tapes. Right. Wanted to hear about, you know, Dylan and Brenda who? and Brandon. And, and Who are they? Instead, Are there months named after them? Instead, we're learning about Julius Caesar and Augustus Caesar. <laughs> Dylan Uary? <laughs> Brand... Brandich? Maybe Nate will name a sandwich after him. What? I don't know. 
a real cheesy sandwich. Right. Well, Carol, it's your job to tell the people about the episode. It is, but first I need to apologize to the people because we did it again. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to remember at all what happened in the I episode. remember a little, but it's been like five days since we watched Now Tuna. What do you remember? Um, I remember Dylan and, not Dylan, uh, David and Donna. David and Donna broke up. They're still having issues. And he's, well, yeah, he dumped her on her birthday. He's back to the drugs. Hardcore back to the drugs. Because Was he on drugs before? Because you said back to the drugs. Well, he his boss gave him caffeine pills before. Okay, yeah. And then he gave him meth. <laughs> yeah. That's a hell of a graduation. <laughs> he's like... Here's a cup of coffee. Here's a vial of crack. <laughs> was that this episode that he started doing the math i thought it was last episode he started doing the math no it was this episode really it's crunch time he's, it's crunch time you gotta snort crystal methamphetamines <laughs> so yeah it's uh finals or midterms crank. or whatever crank i believe they used to call it crank they call it math now but they used to call it crank because it cranks you up i guess yeah interesting well yeah so he's all tweaked out and, uh, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, that's the episode, everybody. Because <laughs> that's all Carol remembers. Well, no, okay, so he, the first time he did it, he was so happy because he got a bunch of work done. Because he uh, just snorted some meth. He got a bunch of work done. Say he, what you will for it. It does put a smile on your face. Right. And he was able to, you know, talk about things on the show that he thought were brilliant and then he was sad because nobody listens to his show at two in the morning. Yeah. And um, he was all happy and came home and talked to Donna about it. And so she thinks that, you know, he likes her again. We're going to we're going to get our relationship all fixed up, he says, or something like that. Yeah, we'll get it figured out. Yeah. Yep. And uh, then he goes to sleep and wakes up as an absolute dick because <laughs> he's now like in withdrawal, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. She was going to sleep with him, too. Yeah. Yeah, she totally was. Yeah, she comes in and she's all like sitting on the bed and she's like, hey, you know, this is a really good day for just staying in bed. And yeah, she tried, started to try to kiss him, but she was sitting on his meth. Yeah, so. he had a little baggie of meth hidden under the sheets. Get off the bed, Donna. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and then like... The whole episode, he's basically just mean. He was mean last episode without the drugs, though, so I don't know how much we can blame the drugs for but, his douchey attitude. But was he really that mean? You were kind of on his side because, you know, Donna's been teasing him. If Donna had been like, I'd be more on Donna's side if Donna had been like, I'm not having sex till marriage, and she didn't really waver on that. But several times, only when we'd been watching, too, so who knows what what happens right. when they're when they're not being filmed, but but she's been like, oh, tonight's the night we're gonna have sex, and then uh, only for her to be like, nah, yeah, yeah, it's not not nice, Donna. Um, what? Nothing. I'll tell you later. 
I don't like he makes these faces sometimes when I'm talking and it's like I know he has things to say. It's like this light bulb goes on over his head, but he won't tell me because he doesn't think that you guys deserve to know, I guess. I don't know. It's not for public consumption. I'll tell you after. (laughs) Just remind me to tell you after the show. You know, the light bulb was such a good idea. It became the symbol of a good idea. Yes. That's it's interesting, right? Yeah. It's from a thing. Is it? I think. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Um, what else yeah. happened on this episode? Um, I know Donna starts talking to Kelly about... So wait, is, that, is, that, is this the end of the drugs? His boss gets him more drugs. Oh, yeah. he goes, He's like all like, I need more, man. I need more. Every day he's coming to him. He's yeah. like, I need more meth. And he's like, I'm not a drug dealer. Like, could have fooled me, right. first of all. Well, like, gives him a, like the first two were free, and then he's like, "Next time you're giving me money, like, and yeah, like, but that's what they bucks. do, you know. It's like the first one's free. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've paid for drugs very little in my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you got a body like yours, you don't have to. See, Aww. I have to buy all the drugs. <laughs> but yeah, so he's he, also never gotten a ticket either. So. So that's, uh, you know. Well, you know, boobs will do things for you. Yeah. But 50 bucks. I wonder how much meth he got for 50 bucks. I think a little, just a little bag. That's not, that's not much. (laughs) No, meth's pretty expensive probably, right? I mean, I I don't know. I haven't done meth, so I don't know how much, uh, I don't know how much meth costs. I just can't imagine that David can really afford to be spending all this money on meth. He's got that job at the, the radio station, which I guess is a job. Yeah, I think they pay him. He's got to pay rent. So. Good for him. Um, so, yeah, he keeps going back to his boss, and then his boss is finally like, you're cut off, you're done. Mm-hmm. First he said he's tapped. I thought you could handle it, he yeah. says. He, first he's like, I am tapped out. You tapped me out. I have no more to give you. And he's, and then David's like freaking out, and he's like, well, maybe we'll hang out with some of my friends tonight and find you some downers. Yeah. <laughs> See if anybody's holding. Like... And then he was able to get more. Like, David, when the episode ends, Dave's all happy uh, and uh, doing his meth and doing his show. But it's so funny because he's like, oh, I thought you could handle it. I mean, what the fuck? Who can handle it's meth? meth. I mean, right. obviously this dude can handle it, I guess. I guess. He does it every once in a while or whatever. But it's like, that's not a, that's like saying, oh, I thought you could handle some injections of heroin. Right. You know? I know it's not quite as addictive as heroin, but I don't think anyway. But, geez, come on. Well, like in the 80s, everybody was doing coke like it was nothing. Oh, yeah. And I I get the impression that it is a lot more nothing than meth. Yeah, I agree. I think cocaine, from from people that I've talked to that I know have done cocaine, they're like, it's not as addictive as you would think. Yeah. That's one of those things that you can use for a while. Now, obviously, people do get addicted to it. Don't go out and do cocaine. No. (laughs) But it's one of those things where it's like people have been able to use it for a while and then, like, get off of it. It's not as, like, you don't find that as much with heroin. like Or meth. Yeah, or or meth or, or some of those drugs. Like, people, you find a lot more recovering cocaine addicts. People that used to do cocaine that don't do it anymore. Like Kelly's mom. Yeah, there's not, oh, and real people in Hollywood, too. There's not, uh, <laughs> right. I mean, read some of the scripts from the 80s. They were all fueled by cocaine. But um, have you ever read the script of Howard the Duck? Yeah. 
But anyway, so um, it's one of those things where it's like it seems like it's easier to get off. Not that it's not addictive, not that it's not hard, but it seems like it's doable for a lot of people, and it's less doable for heroin. You don't see a lot of people that used to do heroin that are still alive, like Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin. They're all dead. Right. Well, that's sad. Yeah. Um, on a, a different note here, Donna is complaining to Kelly about David. Yeah. And she's sad, and she's like, I think, you know, I think it's over. I think he hates me. And and Kelly's like, yeah, I wouldn't take it too personally, because mm. I think he's on drugs. And I said, how the fuck would she know? And then Carol rightly pointed out, and this is actually really smart on the writer's perspective and really smart on Carol's perspective that she picked up on it and the writer's decided to give uh kelly the you know the one that has the insight her mom was an addict right carol's like her mom was an addict she would know the behavior and i was like oh yeah you're totally right she would so i think next episode's gonna be you know an intervention, intervention for david for sure now do you remember anything else that happened because i can refresh your memory um okay wait uh dylan yes the 40-year-old little girl. Yes, there you go. She ends up staying with him by herself because her mom has to go back to Mississippi or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it was Mississippi. Mississippi, but... I think it's Mississippi. Something. And she was going to take... Yeah. Iowa, I don't know. Uh, the social security card. That that comes up. Okay. There so you go. He, you got it now. <laughs> he, She's there. <laughs> He goes to listen to this episode so you can hear Carol think out an episode. On the air. <laughs> he goes to Jim and says, I want to give them some money to help them get back on their feet. $5,000. No, first he said 10. Well, first he said 10. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then they went back and forth and it got talked down to five. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure. I think you're probably right. So, yeah. So he gives them $5,000, which truly, I mean, when when he's sitting on millions, I can mm-hmm. see how 10000 would make more sense to him to give them. Because 5000 while very helpful, is not necessarily going to be enough to move out. And Well, yeah, he's like first month's rent and security deposit and stuff. Now, this was a few years ago. So, and I mean, $5,000 is, is a good amount of money. But I've got to imagine rents that'll get you. I'm sure five thousand would get you into an apartment in uh, in Los Angeles or Beverly Hills, Orange, the Orange County, the Beverly County, LA <laughs> County, Orange County Triangle, or whatever. Okay, uh, in that area where the, where he lives, it probably would get you in, I guess. But I don't think it would get you a ton more than that. I don't know exactly what their security deposits are like on their apartments in. In the Beverly Hills area, but I have to imagine real estate, real estate's expensive out there, so I don't know what their apartments go for. But here's the thing, they don't just need the apartment, they have nothing. Yeah, they need furniture, they need food. Dishes, I mean, like everything. They need some garlic. Right? You always want a bulb of garlic in a new place. For sure. <laughs> what about one of those, like a mop? They need a mop, they need one of those uh, little sponges that you wash the dishes with. <laughs> So she's like, oh, I was going to take a Greyhound, but now I guess I can fly. Which right there. Waste some money. Right? Like, no, that's not what it's for. So I was a little uh, uh, suspicious on that. Yeah. Although you're skipping several steps ahead. Because what he does is 
Jim talks him down to five thousand dollars, and Jim is like, "You need to get her social security number, though, because I want to do a yeah. background check on on her, because she's probably a scam artist." And Dylan's like, "Oh, I don't want to ask her for that," and he's like, "You do it." He's like, "All right, whatever." So he gives her the check, and he says, "I got to ask you for your social security card, my my money guy. He, you know, insists on doing a background check. I told him it was okay, but you know, this is what he likes to do." And she goes, you obviously agree with him. And she rips the check up or whatever yeah. and throws it in his face and is like, I can't be bought. I don't want you. I don't want to be a part of this or whatever. And it's like. Which happened after what I said, by the way. No, it happened mm-hmm. before. Mm-mm. Okay. It didn't, but okay. Right. I mean, I don't know how to argue with it. No, because <laughs> uh, she only decides that she's going to move or that she's going to go back to get her affairs in order uh, after he's convinced that they left. He comes in, he thinks they left. And it's oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're only, you know, no, we're just going to get our affairs in order. All right, all right, all right. So anyway, um, she, uh, the, like I said, it's very suspicious that she doesn't want to give her social security Yeah, card. she's very offended. I can understand being upset, I guess, a little bit, being like, oh, you don't trust me or whatever. Um. But if she was on the up and up, I think I would, like, if I was in this position, I'd be like, you know, whatever. I might not even say it. I might just, like, internally be like, oh, he doesn't trust me. This, like, feels gross, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. But I would still, I'd be like, here, you want to fucking check? Check, you know, kind of thing. But she doesn't do that. She's like, no. Yeah, I, she doesn't give him. I don't want the money then. If, if you have to do a background check on me, then forget it. So, yeah, I mean, that's highly suspicious. But then he, like you said, he comes back to the home after that and all their stuff looks like it's gone Mm -hmm. and he's all sad. The one keyboard sitting there because he'd bought two. Him and and the little girl were jamming out on their two keyboards. Yep. And then they they come out from the back room like they were purposely fucking with him. I don't really know. (laughs) surprise we're still here they have a very uh good sense of dramatic timing right how long were they waiting in that other room (laughs) the little girl's like i want to i want to get a sandwich no no we're waiting (laughs) i want to watch tv (laughs) (sighs) so yeah she says we're i'm just going back to mississippi or whatever shithole i i say we came from uh to no offense to anyone who lives in mississippi right Jeez, Mark. Your city, your, your your state is gorgeous, I'm sure. I, I've, I've spent very little time in Mississippi. I've driven, I don't think I've been in Mississippi ever. I've driven through there. I haven't really stopped. Have Have I been in Mississippi with you? Have we driven through it? No. Then I don't think I've ever been in Mississippi. Um. Yeah, that's a... We've been out west together and stuff like that, but that'd be a long... That'd be a long way to go. You could go that way, but it'd be a long way to go. We should. We should go to, like... Mississippi and Alabama and Kentucky and you know. well, I know you want to go to uh, New Orleans to, well, Lu- that's Louisiana, to yeah. Louisiana, and uh, there is a route that you can take that goes through Alabama and Mississippi to get to Louisiana. Oh, awesome! Because Mississippi and Alabama, Louisiana border. Cool. So plan. All right, we'll All do right. it. Uh, anyway, so she's going back there, and he says. Oh, can't she stay or something like that? Or I could watch her. No, like, does a little girl say that? She she says like I don't want to go, 
And then he's like, oh, uh, she can stay. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch her. And then he's like, have you ever been to Magic Mountain? And, and she's like, I guess that's settled. Ugh. So then she goes off and little girl comes up with her 50-year-old face. <laughs> she looks so creepy. She really does. And she says, she pulls out, she's like, I hope, you, I don't want you to be mad at me. You know, we'll we'll be family forever. Like she was, she was upset that he was fighting with her mom, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Look, we're family. You know, it's gonna there's gonna be bumpy times, but we're we'll always be family. We'll always be together, kind of thing." And she was like, "Okay, well, I hope you're not mad, but I did something." And he's like, "Oh no!" And she pulls out the social security card, and she's like, "I got it out of her purse because I heard that you needed it. I knew you wanted it." Yeah, and he's like, mm. "I think he should so give it to Jim." Absolutely, just copy the numbers down, right? And give it, give them to Jim, and let uh, the kid slip it into her mom's purse or whatever. But it's gonna come if he does that. It's gonna come back clean. We know he fully trusts them. Yeah, he should still do it. Yeah, but anyway, so that's uh, that's pretty. That's pretty much that storyline. He's not very smart. No. No, he's. Well, yeah. Here's the thing, though. He's like 18. He's like 18 or 19 years old, and just because he has millions of dollars doesn't mean he's brilliant. You know? Well, no, but I mean, like, he just. I mean, he doesn't make the best decisions. That's all. But I guess you're right. It's, you know, he's young. Yeah, I always thought he was like the world weary, like smart, wise one. Before we started watching the show, just kind of like seeing marketing for it and mm-hmm. stuff like that, the commercials and. He looks older than the rest of them. Right. I just kind of got that impression, and he's the one. Like a lot of a lot of girls, like uh, Brandon, Jason Priestley, right? But he's the one that I think most girls are really like, oh, you know, about and everything. <laughs> right. And so I thought that he that was his character, but no, he's he's as much of a dumbass as most of the rest of them. <sighs> Okay, what else we got? Oh, okay. So Brenda. Now, now you need my thing. Okay. Brenda and Brandon. What about them? I don't know. I don't, Stuff. I don't think Brenda does much this episode. I think Brenda's just kind of like, mm, hi, I'm here. But uh, Brandon, Brandon's tutoring Deshaun still uh-huh. in sociology. Yeah, I mean, they have like a conversation. Okay, they have a conversation about sociology, and he's like, hey... You know, I'm I'm the big man on campus, blah, 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 blah. And then he listens to the game. Now, he misses the test. And he talks to Professor Randall. He's like, oh, Deshaun's not. I see Deshaun missed the test. Would you going to give him an A this time? Yeah. You fucking uh, whatever. Corrupt teacher, professor. Is this the time he says it to him? Or was it last episode when he's like, uh. I think if you choose to take further sociology courses, you should find another professor. No, he says it to him this episode. Yeah. Yeah, that's what Professor Randall says. It's like, yeah, that's probably a good idea. And so he says, look, he went up to San Francisco because San Francisco still has a a college basketball team that's in Division One. I. I guess Lou Alcindor's playing for them still. I have no idea what the hell you're saying. But not Lou Alcindor. So. Who, uh, what's his name? Fuck, that joke would have been so much better if I'd gotten the right guy. Um, oh, uh, fuck, what's his name? The one, honey, the guy that won all the championships with the Boston Celtics. I have no the idea. The center, you know. I really don't. I know, she has no fucking clue. 
You guys know who I'm talking about. He he, he went to San Francisco. Yeah, University. somewhere in the world, somebody's yelling at their radio. Back when it used to be, yeah. All I can think is Robert Parrish, uh, and he was from the last decade. But this guy was in the 50s and the 60s. Oh, my God. Like, one of the best basketball players of all time. Defensive nightmare. Block shots galore, rebounds. You know who I'm talking about. Any basketball fans out there. So, in the world of 902-0. Anyway, does he still play for them? No, he doesn't. He's dead or whatever. No, he's not dead. He's What the fuck? He's an old man now. Anyway, point is, San Francisco doesn't have a Division One team anymore. But apparently they're playing California University, which also doesn't exist, and I guess is a Division One school. I have no clue. Deshaun gets hurt. Yeah, he, he's listening. Brandon's listening to the game. Oh, no, he went up. That's what I was saying. He went up early. So you're always jumping the gun. He went up early to do interviews. That's what the professor says. Because there's national interviews. First half, dude scores, like, what'd they say? I think they said he scored 40, but they couldn't have been. I think he had, like, let's say, like, 26 points. He had, like, 10 rebounds, two blocks, three, you know, five assists or something Oh, my like God. <laughs> it's, it's, he's, he's filling up the stat sheet, okay? That's all you need to know. He's, he's, he's lights out. Okay. Then he gets hurt. So, so that's what Brandon and Deshaun talk about is how, you know, he got hurt and what's his life going to be now. Mm -hmm. And Brandon's still going to help him with sociology. And he got a B all on his own. He got a C. Or a C all on his own. And he took the test in between interviews. Which was exciting. I guess. I've never been excited about a C in my life. It's what happened. So... Uh, that I think means we're not going to see Deshaun anymore. No, I think we're still going to see him. Do you? Because he's not going to play basketball anymore. So... I think he's the one that was hitting on Donna in that one episode. No, no, that was somebody else. The guy that was hitting on Donna, I Donna, I think was older. Mm, yeah, well, I thought he was older, but I think I think I was completely wrong. Well, we'll see. I thought it was Ernie Hudson from the fucking Ghostbusters movie. So you thought it was Ernie Hudson? Yeah, but it wasn't. I remember saying that. That was embarrassing. I, I don't know. Um, Pretty soon you guys are going to uh, get a treat because we're releasing those episodes. Uh, I, I edited them, them out. Edited it in? I edited them out of the episodes that they appeared in. And they're going to be uh, released into their own individual tapes. So you guys will be, uh, so the collection will be complete and you guys will be able to get those tapes uh, once we get to that point, which is t- the end of this season of 90210 that we're doing. This is the time you take to yawn? Yep. Right after I'm done with a sentence? Well, I don't want to yawn. Not while I'm talking? I don't want to yawn over you because that would be rude. Um. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, uh, Miss Manners. I feel like something happened with Andrea. Do you? But I don't remember. Oh, I know exactly what happened with Andrea. Well, I think she's knocked up and doesn't know it yet. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Because what's happening with Andrea is it's finals week. It's crunch time, which is the name of the episode. And Andrea can't see Jesse. Oh, because yeah. Because he's doing his, his law finals or whatever and... and and they're like, we're, we're strict radio silence. Yeah, so we don't distract each other. 
But then he shows up in the dorm. Donna comes and she's talking about uh, how much she's worried about David and she thinks their relationship's disintegrating. And Andrea's like, yeah, you can you can hang out here. That's cool. And then Jesse's behind the door like a serial killer. Yeah, he's like hiding in her apartment. And they're staring at each other like they're so going to fuck. Oh, absolutely. And then they start kissing and Donna's just standing there like all awkward. Andrea's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you remember Andre? or you remember, <laughs> you remember Donna? And he's like, yeah, yeah, hi. And she's like, I'm going to go. And they're like, no, you can stay. And they start making out hardcore again. <laughs> Donna's just staring at him like it's like. Okay, you're just going to watch them have sex, I guess. I've been in that situation before, though, and it sucks. I think everybody's been in that situation. I remember one time uh, you and I were making out in the back seat. We both decided to sit in the back seat of a car while my friend drove us around, and we're making out in the back seat, and uh, my buddy's... <laughs> he was such a dork. He's trying, he can't see out of the rearview mirror because all he sees is us making out. So he's like, oh, I know what they made these side view mirrors for now, so I can see while you guys are doing that. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't know why you're ooing a memory you were in, but whatever. Just because I'm thinking about him staring at us while we're making out. Oh, but he wasn't, though. Steve. Steve had a thing, too. I mean, he always has a thing, but do we talk about it? No. No, no one talks about Steve's <laughs> thing. <laughs> Steve is like the sexless one of the group. Although he did have sex with that one girl that accused him of rape. Yeah, and uh, Celeste. Oh, yeah, that's true. And Kelly. Oh, yeah, a long time ago. But before still, the se- Before the series even started. That's an accomplishment, okay? Yeah, I guess. Um. Okay, so he calls out... John Sears. Yes, he does. Well, okay. So what happens is. Okay, yeah, go ahead. He calls out John Sears. Go ahead. And John's like all indignant and like, oh, I didn't, you know, do this to you. Huh? Good good word I said. Ah. Very nice. And he's like, I want to put this to the test because he's tired of being, you know, Mm. hassled about it. You're a piece of shit, Sanders. And he's like, all right, let's do it. Like, he has no idea what he's agreeing to. They won't play him on the volleyball team either, by the way. Oh, yeah. That pisses Steve off. Because he's good at volleyball. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's part of what gets him to yell at John, because John's, like, ruining his whole experience. It's Mm. not nice. Yeah, exactly. So, what the test ends up being... Is they have the most to, ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, it's not even like a trial where they are saying their piece. It's like somebody just says, "This is you know what's going on," it's and a blackball ceremony. And they have to put, yeah, okay. I didn't realize that was an actual thing that people would just know what that means. I don't think I don't know if they know what it means, okay. but you can describe it. So they each have like a fishbowl in front of them, mm-hmm. and each dude has and it's filled with keys. And whoever's keys you pick. That's a 70s thing. No, it's not uh, one of those weird parties. It's called a key party. Each brother in the fraternity brother. has a ball. And they put it in the hey, fishbowl yeah. that belongs to the brother that they want out of the house. Correct. And one of them is getting kicked out. One of them is getting blackballed. And at first, they're all putting their balls in Steve's thing. 
Yeah. And then what happens is before the ceremony starts, like you said, they can't even say their piece. It's so ridiculous. The president's like, okay, they're going to sit there, uh, put the ball on the one you want gone. Um, no one can say anything. Yeah. There's no talking allowed, which is so stupid. They can't present their case to each other or whatever. But before the ceremony starts, the one dude that is always hanging out with John Sears is like, I wonder who called campus security, though. He just like kind of says it and shakes his head, and John's like, "I did, yeah, dummy." Like <laughs> I like I'm absolutely guilty of what he says, but fuck the uh, Sanders. And he's like, "Why'd you do it?" And he's like, "Cause uh, cause he messed me up with Kelly, and I then I wanted to rape that uh, <laughs> that underage girl. He yeah. wouldn't let me, <laughs> right?" And so then he sits down, and when it gets to that dude, the guy uh, looks over at Sanders and stands there and like fakes him out a couple times. Might as well live. And then he goes over to uh, to Sears' thing and drops it in there. And then he says, if you, the, he violates the talking rule because mm. John Sears, who should have just kept his mouth shut, so that, like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? Uh, take it out. Take it back. Put it in Sanders' thing. And he goes, sorry, John, but if uh, if you can turn on Sanders, who's to say you couldn't do it to any of us? And then everyone else is like, oh, fuck. And they're friends, and they know they're friends, so that puts mm-hmm. a lot of weight on what was just said. Exactly. So then they all start putting their, their balls in John's bowl. <laughs> they all start <laughs> slapping their balls on John's table. And uh, Steve's got a big smile on his face. He starts laughing. Yeah. Like, he's kind of a doofus. <laughs> he is a doofus. <laughs> like, he's just too happy, like, almost cartoonishly happy about it. Yeah, it's that smile that makes him look like a psychopath. But and John's very upset, obviously. But does he get kicked out? Because I thought he's in other episodes. I think like, he is in other episodes. I don't know if he gets kicked out or not. It's weird. Maybe they reverse things or whatever. The president of the fraternity seems to kind of uh, like believe Steve because you know, I mean, he knows he tried to statutorily rape that girl. Because mm-hmm. um, he says to him, he's like, look. You know, Steve's accused you of this. This is all before the ceremony. He's like, look, Steve's accused you of this, but all he wants is an apology, and then, you know, it's under the rug. It's, you know, whatever, water under the bridge. doesn't matter. So just apologize to him. It's basically what he says to him, which makes it really sound like he's like, I believe him. Right. Which, you know, doesn't surprise me. Um, But uh, Sears, you know, refuses, and then that's where we get to this point. Yeah. So he made his own bed. Yep. And he tried to fuck Steve over. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But as of right now, he is blackballed. Yep. He's black, bald, and black and blue. And not much happens with Brenda or Kelly. I don't think, yeah. Kelly's just, Kelly's got her suspicions. She's in the background, like, you know, taking notes. Doing just, homework. Yeah, exactly. Brenda, uh, she's studying, too. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Like, she doesn't have a ton going on. But they, they somebody's always got to get short shrift because uh, there's too many characters. So somebody's always got to get uh, take the back burner. We, we know because at least you watched some of the episodes coming up that there's some Brenda-heavy episodes uh, yeah. coming up. So For it's, sure. it's a balance. You know, earlier in the season, Brandon wasn't getting much play, and now he's got more of a storyline. So Yeah, they'll get their time. But that is it. That's the episode this week. Carol, tell everyone things. 
So if you want to yell at us for waiting so long in between uh, recording and watching, uh, you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to check out our website and find out some mm-hmm. fun facts about us, oh, uh, yeah. go to www.retrolatefee.com. Play games. There's some extras there and stuff like that. There's games. I don't know. but There's, there's some, no games. There's extras there. There is extras. There's extra stuff there. T- check it out. There are also no prizes. Well, I don't know. The, I, Not I, now. Someday. I think the real prize is the friendships you make along the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good night, everybody. All right. Bye.